0: guys welcome back to another episode of the shades of strong podcast where we're creating space for black women to do strong differently so they can do life with less stress less worry and less emotional overwhelm i'm cheryl and as always i am joined by my lovely co-host the nathaline bradshaw aka natty hey girl hey girl hey how are you my good sis
1: I'm doing all right. I'm a little just kind of out of sorts uh, <laughs> today, Girl, but it's not like, that's life, you know, oh, well, life be doing what it do. It really does. It does that hardcore sometimes.
0: <laughs> Let's get into it by telling the people what we've done to nurture ourselves today. Would you like to start or shall I? Uh,
1: you go ahead and start. Oh, I guess you go first. I wasn't expecting you are
0: that. First. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Okay. <laughs> so here's the deal. I didn't really do anything to nurture myself today, per se, but I am currently going through this process where I am freeing myself from some anger that I've been carrying around for almost a year now. Mm. And when I tell you it's I about that. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's a process. So I don't really feel the nurturing part of that, <laughs> but I'm considering it nurturing because I know that eventually I will feel it. I will feel mm. the effects of doing the work. So I'm, I am c- considering that self-nurturing because, and I'm considering it self-nurturing this morning because I had to ask myself some hard questions today. And so um, I don't really feel like the nurturing part of it. Like, like I said, it's a process. So yeah. the nurturing is not immediate, but I know it's coming. So yeah, I am currently freeing myself from anger resulting from some emotional pain caused by others. and. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm doing. Do and I find myself actually like taking breaks from it because part of me wants to free myself from it. But part of me wants to hold on to it because mm-hmm. I feel like freeing myself from it kind of lets them off the hook. Mm-hmm. I know that's not true, but sometimes.
1: You know, right. But it that's, feels like that's that, that, how we know? feel sometimes. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's
0: what that's what I'm currently working on. So what about you? What are you doing?
1: Okay. So I haven't actually done anything yet today be quite honest i i yet again <laughs> i woke up like 10 minutes before we needed to be on the call This girl, so that's go why. Nap, i got my nap right on and woke up early this morning and then a couple of hours ago i was like okay time to take a nap you know what now that i think about it that is what i have done so far that's, i nurture myself today is take you took my a nap. freaking nap
0: yes, <laughs> you took a nap so that is nurturing yeah, yourself and i'm here for I, that. I love a good nap I don't mm-hmm. take a nap every day, but I did take a nap yesterday. Girl, when I tell you the sleep was so good, mm-hmm. it was so good. And I think the thing that woke me up out of the nap, I got a text message and that, that kind of woke me up, but it was so good. But let me just mention last week's nurturing moment for you. where you talking about that crab salad? Yes. yes. I went and got that, that crab salad the next day and you did that- not lie. It was so good. It's so tasty. I got some club crackers to go with it. And let me tell you, it was hard for me not to eat the whole thing. I only got the small one, but there's yeah, that's a lot I don't really in get. it. Like uh-huh, there's a lot, a lot it? in it. And it was, like, it was so good. Like I literally had to stop myself. From eating the whole thing in one sitting, but honey, you you did the thing on that one. It was so good. Like I'm so I glad you got enjoyed it. Some. I was telling Jessica, I was thinking it was just going to be like shredded crab through it, but there were like chunks. Of there were some
1: chunks, yeah. Girl, I was like, what? Yes, you it <laughs>
0: for the recommendation,
1: but it it was so good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Every now and then, burger really we do come coming through because, like, I'm from Georgia and. From I want to say it must have been the turn of the century, so it must have been starting in like year two thousand. Might have been a couple of years before that. They brought in a Florida, a Florida chain that was very popular. That's very was very popular. Came to Georgia. It's called Publix. So Publix has. I I know we're like getting on, but this is still kind of like nurturing, whatever. So if you guys live in Georgia, Florida, whatever, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like I'm sorry slash also. Here are some ways to nurture yourself by going to Publix. They have some of the best prepared foods. Like they have delicious fried chicken, they have delicious potato salad, delicious egg salad, delicious pies, delicious sub sandwiches. The food was, it was hidden. It was really hidden. So there is no Publix where I live now because it's not this far north. But Kroger has really done yeah. a good job over the last year, yeah. uh, over the last yeah, few years. Have, so, like that crab salad is one of those sometimes. things. I get the sushi so mm-hmm. often, especially yeah. now on Wednesdays, they do a $5 sushi. Yeah, they do a $5 like, sushi, oh, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I get the It's sushi. so good. So, and, and then also their deli fried chicken, whenever I, I'm just like, I need something really quick to pick up. It's not bad. It's not Publix, but it's not bad. And then also they have, they have their, you know, that private selection brand. And then mm-hmm. they also have like the freshly made stuff that they have in the produce section the pico de gallo so the pico de gallo paired with some salt and vinegar potato chips not
0: salt and vinegar. Listen, tried that.
1: Not to give kroger free advertising but yeah you know just okay being honest <laughs> <laughs> can we get a sponsorship <laughs> you better send me some free groceries Shit. as much money as i spend at freaking kroger y'all we all here talk yeah. about the foods that we love but that's how we know sometimes food too. Yes. is a way that you you know you nurture it's yourself through. Yes. How you're feeding yourself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, y'all check out those things at Kronk Room when y'all have a
1: moment. When you have a
0: chance. Let's get into that. into today's into today's topic. We are going mm-hmm. to be talking about what to do when you hate your job and you can't leave. And this question or suggestion or this topic was suggested by one of our listeners who is currently on a job. That she hates. And that happens to be my daughter. Ooh. And I won't call her name. You know, she currently hates her job. And she's like, my y'all need to do an episode about this. Because I'm sure I'm not the only one.
1: See, so, I'm sure
0: she's not. <laughs> I hit Natty up and I said, Natty. I'm not going to say her name. Said we need to <laughs> do an <laughs> episode about this because she hates her job. I personally have had a couple of jobs that I hated. Yeah. Like in all honesty, though, it didn't start out that way. I grew to hate the job. When I first started working at the job that I have in mind right now, and we're not going to call any names here. Mm -hmm. But when I first started working, like I loved my job, but the CEO left and got a new CEO and things just went to hell. Mm. And so I started to hate it and it became torture on my soul to have to go in there every day. Then I had a job. A few years prior to that, I can remember putting in the parking lot every morning. I would immediately get a headache just thinking about having to walk into that building.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And back in the day, taking mental health days was not the norm. Nobody was even talking about mental
1: nobody health. Nobody was doing that, yeah. no,
0: Nobody was doing that, but I know some jobs do offer mental health days. Two of my daughters actually have jobs where they do offer them mental health days. That can be why they call Lynn, because they need a mental health day.
1: Wow, that's amazing.
0: That is amazing. What about you, Natty? Have you worked on any jobs that you didn't necessarily love?
1: The only job that I have worked that I just was like, oh my gosh, I hate it so much, was was my teaching job. And like you, I actually really enjoyed it my first year. By the end of my second year, I did want to quit and I did not quit. I didn't leave until my doctors advised me to after my youngest was born. So it born. was
0: affecting your health?
1: Oh, it definitely was. When I finally left, I had been there for 10 years. That's the only job that really fits this category. Everything else, I didn't seem to have that issue like, like you described of getting to the job and needing, or for this, that was for me, like you said, getting the job and your, your, your head would immediately start hurting, you get a headache. I would get to the job and I would need to sit in my car for a good while before I went in. We've said many times, we don't know what we don't know. So I no longer beat myself up over not listening to myself when I wanted to leave. And all of that stuff, I used to be like really harsh with myself for, oh, what made it such a huge mistake? And this is why you suffered through the things that you suffered. And da, da, da. It, no. That's not even true. I didn't suffer the things that I suffered because oh, I I, I didn't quit when I wanted to. I felt like quitting because my body deep down knew that something was wrong, and that something was wrong was not me. It was the environment that I was in, and I didn't listen because I was afraid of the prospect of my material conditions, which weren't great, being much worse. So we really. I mean, we go hard on beating ourselves up.
0: Yeah, we do. When we
1: don't actually deserve to beat ourselves up. So I don't do that any longer and... As the old saying goes, hindsight is twenty twenty. And now that I understand so many more things, it's kind of like you, what you were saying earlier about how, you, how you're nurturing yourself. I found myself with a lot of anger that I didn't even realize I had. So I wasn't even holding on to it per se. I didn't realize it was there until I left Georgia and moved to where I live now, which was back in 2014. So starting in 2014, things started to kind of reveal themselves. I'm like, Oh, that's why I wanted to quit when I did, and oh, yeah. this not the other. It was a very, it's been, a, you know, it was a very long and drawn out process. But I'm glad that it's a it's a process that I went through because I understand so so much more about myself now, right. and I'm able to show myself a lot of compassion. But your when your daughter redacted said what she said about ah, I hate my job, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. I just was like, oh my gosh, she's probably, it's probably a dime a dozen. There probably are so many. So yeah, I'm glad we're, you know, touching on this.
0: And it's hard. And I think what was happening with her is being on a job that you don't love, it affects so many areas of your life. And so for her, it had gotten to the point where she was, she's just miserable, And so it's like every waking moment is her thinking about, oh my God, I gotta go to this place. I hate. Right. And so it was causing shifts in her mood and her energy and Mm -hmm. reacting to people in a negative way that really didn't didn't deserve that type of Mm
1: -hmm. treatment,
0: responding in an unpleasant tone because she's frustrated about, you know, having to go to this job that she that she hates. The reality is as much as you want to leave a job. Sometimes you're just not able to do it. I can, several years ago, walk walk into my job and say I quit because I Mm have responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Neither can my daughter, none of my children can walk in to a job and say, I'm sick of this shit. I'm done. I'm not coming back. And most of us are not in a financial position Mm -hmm. to be able to do that. And so what we want to talk about today is being able to navigate life while you are on a job that you don't like. And how to continue to get up and be at peace while you are working on that job or not let having to go to this job drag you down. For my daughter, she was having a really bad day. And so I started asking her questions like, what is it about this job that has you in this space that you're in? What is it that's causing you unrest? We worked through that and then asked a lot of why questions like when she told me what it was. And I was like, well, why? That And then she told me that and I was like, why that? The important thing is to identify what it is about the job that's causing you unrest. What don't you like about it? Is it Mm -hmm. the task that you're having to do? Is it management? Is it somebody's constantly picking on you and annoying you? What do you not like about the job? After you do that, what you need to do, and you can jump in here anytime you want. I'm just walking y'all through what I did for her. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. After we identified what was causing her unrest, I encouraged her to have the hard conversation with management. She did that, I think maybe, but I will say she did not initiate the conversation. They actually initiated the conversation because they see the shift in her energy. and and all of that so they initiated the conversation to see what was going on with her and at that time she was able to express some of the things that were happening it didn't make a difference but she was able Mm. to say the thing
1: yeah
0: even in having a tough conversation there is no guarantee that they are going to hear you and take action but at least you get to release what you're feeling Mm -hmm. in that moment and you know that I didn't imagine all of this. It's not just me being extra or dramatic or like they like to label us Mm -hmm. angry and confrontational. It's none of that stuff. At least if you present it to them and no action is taken, then, you know, it's not me. It truly is them. And so she did that. It didn't make a huge difference, but she still did it. And then I encouraged her. To reframe her thinking or change her perspective about the job. Because sometimes we feel like we're stuck and this really is all there is. I can't get Mm -hmm. anything else. And so I encourage her to stop thinking about it like that and thinking about this is a way through to get to where I eventually want to be. This is not permanent Mm -hmm. when the time is right, when I've done the things that I need to do, then I can leave this place. I'm not stuck here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm you've applied for some jobs and no doors have opened, but when the timing is right, the right door is going to open. The perfect job is going to find you, even if that Mm -hmm. means eventually working for yourself. We don't Mm -hmm. know what that's going to look like, but just kind of shift the way you think about the situation. Like,
1: yeah, right. I'm here
0: right now, but this is not a permanent situation. Mm-hmm. Have a safe place to be. I was her safe space in that moment mm-hmm. because she knew she could come to me and I was not going to say, well, you can't leave a job right now. You got right. responsibilities. You do. She knew she could come to me and be honest about how she was feeling. So right. I think having a safe space to really talk about how you're feeling and not have that person try and fix it. Now, I did try and fix it for her because she asked for my input. Mm -hmm, Not mm -hmm, necessarily fix it, but gave her suggestions on how she could move through life. Having a safe space to be able to do that is important. She found that in me. If you don't have it, we have a safe space.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: If you want to gather in SOS safe spaces, you can do that. The link for our safe spaces in the show notes of this episode. So we gather monthly and that's what we do. We just pour things out. That's right. Because let me tell you what you don't need to do. Don't go on social media and be in a Don't do uh... Please don't. Because these employers have a way. I don't know how they do it. Even if you have a private account, somehow or another, they have a way of finding out what you're posting on social media. And the last they thing sure you do. want to do, even if it's somebody that you're friends with that may know where you work, you don't know. The last thing you want to happen is to be on this job and jeopardize your employment because you posted something on social media before you have some other place to go because Mm -hmm. you got responsibility. Again, have a safe space. Don't let that safe space be social media. It's not worth you losing your job. And as easy as it is to say, F this job and not produce good work, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Continue to produce good work while You are planning your exit strategy. Here's what we did. We sat down at the kitchen table. Good things happen at the kitchen table, (laughs) y'all, in Black homes.
1: Yeah, that's where all the
0: good stuff goes down at the kitchen table. But anyway, we mapped out her exit strategy. Here's what you need to do. Here's how much money you need in order not to miss a beat if you have to go to another job. Mm -hmm. So we mapped all of that out and just really just came up with a plan for her to continue to do good work. But also, I got to get the hell out of here. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: let me tell you something. When we finished doing that, you could see the relief.
1: The relief, yeah. Of her
0: (laughs) face. She just looked lighter because now I have a plan. And so, that part where we said, change your perspective to this is my way through to get to it looks Mm -hmm. like it could actually happen now. Yeah. That's extremely important. Continue to do good work while you are working your exit strategy and then take the necessary steps to make that exit strategy a reality. And then, of course, continue to nurture yourself daily. For me, in hindsight, I would have done daily check-ins. I would have done multiple check-ins. You know, knowing what I know now. Right. Done multiple check-ins throughout the day. How am I feeling? What part of me needs? What part of, of, of self needs nurturing in this moment? Mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. And then find a way to nurture that part of yourself. Even if in that moment, all you can do is just take some deep breaths. If you did your check-in and all you can do is take some deep breaths, take some deep breaths. If you need to take a, a walk on your 15 minute break, take a walk. You know, maybe you don't have, maybe you're not able to do that, leave and take a walk, but whatever you can do to find yourself some peace, to get your, your energetic vibe back to a healthy and peaceful place, then do that. That's what I did for my daughter. And I feel like it's a good plan because she left the table feeling like, okay, I can keep doing this until another door opens. So those are the tips and strategies that I offered her and that I am now offering you. So what are your thoughts, Maddie?
1: Honestly, the only thing that I have to contribute is what you already said about the nurturing. When I think back, I would take time to sit in my car. I just needed to sit in my car. You know, like you said, we didn't know then what we know now. I didn't know then what I know now. So I took that time in my car as kind of a way to like mentally and emotionally prepare to be in that space, Mm -hmm. but also kind of a way to kind of escape and what I certainly didn't understand at the time, because I just thought it was like, oh gosh, I'm really dreading this. Um, I got to get myself mentally prepared. I've got to get myself prepared to basically put on a mask and go right. inside for X amount of hours to do this job and deal with all of the ma- all manner of whatever. And the and the funny thing is, the all manner of whatever that I was dealing with, 99 percent of the time, it wasn't even the conf- It wasn't even the confrontational kind of stuff. There was some of that, but that really was like 1%, and it didn't happen every single time. It was a lot of the passive stuff. It was a lot of the stuff yeah. that makes you think, wait, am I imagining this? It was a lot of very, very low-key microaggressions, you know, things like that, that just you know, tiny little cuts that amount to a very large cut over time. So I I was sitting in my car at the time thinking I'm doing this to prepare for all of that. What I understand now is that was me in my in my own way at the time. And I still think it it works because I I, I, I kind of I do it now too when I'm stressed. Yeah. That was my way of nurturing myself. Before we just I didn't have in, the words for it. We didn't have the words for it. And I think also thinking back to myself when I was in that job, it's like you said, we, we feel so stuck. Mm-hmm. There is just no way out of it. So like you said, the need for perspective change is very important. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately was never able to change my perspective back then. Again, because I just didn't know. But if you can change your perspective, whether it's through devising an exit exit strategy or or just having a way to having someone to vent to or whatever, if there's some way that you can see yourself above the situation that you're in, even if you just got to constantly imagine it at first. I think that also is really helpful because if I had been able to do that at the time, I know I wouldn't have stayed as long as I did, but I wasn't able to do that at the time. My answer to that was just to to do a lot more side hustling. Problem with side hustling is I know now one thing that I know now about myself also that I didn't know then was whenever I try to force a thing to happen, it does not happen. So I was doing so much to try and force, force things to go the way I wanted them to go that it was not producing the results that I wanted. Whereas had I understood that I could work on my own perspective around things and imagine myself in a different and more peaceful, more healthy situation, that eventually something like that could come around for me while I also nurtured myself where I was at. I think if I had known that back then, I wouldn't have tried so hard wow. through all of my side hustling, which was, which was also very, very energy driven. Even though, I mean, I was someone that always, you know, from college on, always had like at least three different jobs. <laughs> you know? right, yeah. I was just, I was just, I was never going to be caught slipping out of here without a job. So, yeah, a lot of what I'm thinking, you know, th- the the input that I would have that I would contribute, it, it's a lot of stuff that you already touched on. So, I'm really glad that your daughter had you as that resource, as that safe space to to be able to. That that's another thing that I didn't have. I had no one to talk to about this.
0: That is, sad. it's
1: really bad when you don't have anyone being to talk able, to.
0: Imagine just walking around with all that pinned up frustration.
1: It's absolutely dreadful. And also, what you said about like social social media is not your safe space. Like that's not a safe space at all. I e I just saw earlier today this morning black women that are being in danger of losing their jobs because somehow their job finds out that they have a TikTok and it has nothing to do with their job. Like they're like doing beauty or whatever, but they will still find it and then it's like they're gonna fire you or whatever. So yeah, that was that's just really not that's really not the move. So I would. Yeah, I definitely would not do something like that. Absolutely. Luckily, I even though social media was a thing back then, it it wasn't anything. I also knew like I had a blog and everything. I never mentioned my job. There were just certain things that I just would not do.
0: I did one time on my last job. I also had a blog and I had an email list. And I was getting ready to leave the job. So I really didn't care. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I wrote about the job and my feelings towards the job to my email list. And one of the ladies that worked in the office was actually subscribed to my email list. But, you know, I wasn't worried about her saying anything. She just walked in my office and she said that email you sent this morning. Yes. to all of it. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but I don't. But had anyone else been on the list. I probably wouldn't wouldn't have seen it, but I trusted her, and so I didn't care that she was on the list. But yeah, I did do that, but I wouldn't recommend it. You know, Would not you recommend
1: it now. Yeah, if you
0: don't know who the...
1: Who you, the yeah, you don't you know. know. I had a
0: small list at that time, so I knew who was on the list.
1: Right. Like, I had probably... At one point I had three different blogs and one of them had probably about, it was very small, had like probably like a hundred daily readers or whatever. And half of those people I think I knew, but social media is not what it was back then. And now that I think about it, the blogging that I did, I had my Instagram, I was on Twitter, all of that stuff. I used those as, uh, you know, I had my YouTube channel. mm mm-hmm. Did all of those things to have a creative outlet. So that's another thing that I was doing to nurture myself that I would not, didn't know that I was, I could call it that. Yeah. It was a creative outlet for me, like writing about the things that interest me, all of that, engaging in art making, that stuff was what fueled my mental and emotional well-being and i didn't even realize it at the time Mm -hmm. that was another thing that i was doing at the time to nurture myself and that really really helped me having some sort of outside um, interest that you can devote some time to outside Mm -hmm. of your job that's another great way to nurture yourself Yes. Because I, I do think the nurturing of oneself is extremely important in all of this Absolutely. because it's so easily easy to get bogged down and feel really weighed down by a sense of, of unhappiness. And when you feel that, then yeah, that's how you start feeling like, oh, well, I'm stuck and nothing's ever going to change. And I totally understand that because if there's someone that, likes to hang out with an impending sense of dread. I guess it's me. Like that's all I could feel <laughs> was just dread and hopelessness. <laughs> like what on earth? So <laughs> I get it. But that, that is why being able to nurture ourselves is so important because like Shirley always says, life is still life and out here and you do still have responsibilities. But when you do have a little bit of space, a tiny bit of space, to go above what you can see and use your imagination to see yourself in a better position and nurture yourself in the midst of where you are right now. I do believe that there's a very good chance that you can more quickly find yourself in the situation that you want to be in and out of the situation that's giving you so much heartache. Absolutely.
0: So yeah, those are our tips and suggestions for navigating life. when you hate your job.
1: I wish it wasn't so real and so common, but it is. Yeah,
0: the reality for for so many people.
1: Yeah, it is. And so,
0: yeah, the, I think these are great suggestions for you to find peace while you are still there. Again, if you need a place to just vent and pour some things out, you have the SOS safe spaces. We meet monthly. There's a link to that in the show notes of this episode, where you just give us your name and email address, and we send you a reminder when we're going to meet. And also. In reference to Nurturing yourselves our, our, our Nurture Yourself bingo cards are still available. That link is also in the show notes of this episode. And those cards just offer you some suggestions for nurturing yourself. So we have five mm-hmm. different categories and 124 ways that you can
1: nurture that's yourself. That's a lot of ways. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a lot of
0: ways. So those two resources are available to, available to you at no cost. Check those out. And that's it for today's episode. We hope that y'all found y'all found value in me and if you have a topic or suggestion or a question that you would like to hear on the podcast there's also a link for you to submit questions in the show we got all kinds of links in the show yeah
1: just check the links if you haven't if you've never checked them before
0: (laughs) yeah if you've never checked them before check them out and if you have a question we may answer it on the on the episode if that's what you want or we may you know dedicate an entire episode to it kind of like we did this because we felt like it deserved
1: a whole episode
0: and because she asked for a whole
1: episode. <laughs> <laughs> she said mama.
0: She's like, my y'all need your episode of this. this. Yes. <laughs> yes. So anyway, we appreciate her for making that suggestion because mm-hmm. we thought it was well worth the conversation. It was, so yeah. here we are. So anyway, y'all, that is it for today's episode. We will see you guys in the next episode. Shade are strong across all social media platforms. You know, the usual stuff. All right. We out.